Hey everyone, welcome to our first official One Heart podcast. This is the first podcast in our mental health series where we will discuss how we can improve our mental health during this pandemic. Being in our homes for extended periods of time has affected all of us in one way or another. And since we're an organization that raises awareness about healthy living, and part of healthy living is having great mental health, uh, we hope to address the intersection of mental and physical health through our discussion today of um, pulling all-nighters and procrastination. My name is Manjit, and I am your host for this podcast and also the vice president for One Heart. My name is Prem. Uh, my name is Jalen, and I'm a One Heart ambassador. My name's Amrit, and I'm the president for One Heart. To start off, I'll just be sharing my own personal experiences with pulling all-nighters. So in grades 11 and 12, I took HL history, which is higher level history, And to be honest, I wasn't really interested in history at all. However, I did have this constant need to be working at all times because I was obsessed with my grades. I was so obsessed that I would be disappointed if I got anything lower than a 99. And that's why I started pulling all-nighters for history. I felt like if I didn't, then I wasn't trying hard enough to be perfect. And if I didn't dedicate every hour of my day to school, I I felt like I was letting myself down. And that's why I think the conversation surrounding all-nighters should include more than just time management. It can be a mental thing too, and it can be really difficult to evolve from that mindset of constantly wanting perfect grades and pulling all-nighters to do that. And I feel like I was stuck in that mindset for years, but thankfully I was able to move on. Once I moved on from high school, And I was able to reflect and realize that what I was doing wasn't sustainable at all. Um, So thankfully, I stopped being hard on myself. I stopped wanting 100 in everything. And because of that, I have a much healthier sleep schedule now in university. However, I feel like the problem still definitely exists. Um, And a lot of people may experience it. So I think hustle culture is something that really needs to be talked about and addressed and the toxic effects of it really need to be um, brought forth and talked about as well. Yeah, um, I have to agree with that. I definitely think hustle culture is like a big part of of like almost every student's life now. Like we have um, a lot of people want to like perform at their peak, perform at their best, and like they think that they've pulled all they've put all nighters and do get great grades. But sometimes you need that break and. In the long run, pulling those all-nighters and taking part in that hustle culture will actually damage your mental and physical health more um, than actually help you. Um, and so, like, just by, like, trying to change your mindset to be able to know that, yes, I can make mistakes. I cannot always – I don't always need to be perfect, but I can try my best every single time. Um, that type of mindset will help us be – better mentally in the future so that we can actually be more successful. So like thinking about it like that, I, I definitely have to agree with you that we, hustle culture needs to be talked about and it's really important. Yeah, I also agree. And I think that um, we can relate this to how uh, universities are very competitive and how um, a lot of people really need that 100 or they really think that they need that. And this can cause procrastination and stress as well. And um, other, other than that, it's just really competitive in school nowadays Uh, a lot of people compare themselves with others and they feel that they need to be performing the best or at least performing on the same level as um, people they even somewhat idolize like people were getting really high marks 
and um, this can also lead to procrastination and an unhealthy schedule. Yeah, I agree too. And I think another thing that we need to talk about too is that like, if you give up the all-nighters, you're not necessarily giving up your 100%. Because like, like making sure that you are allotting your time properly and sleeping when you need to be sleeping can also like help you get to that 100% because you'll be well rested and you'll be a better thinker. So I think we also need to talk about how how important sleep is when it comes to working towards getting the 100%. And like for me, I've also had a, a similar experience with like pulling an all-nighter and um, with like pulling all-nighters constantly. And it was also because like I wanted to be perfect, but I was affected by it. I went about it in a different way. So like recently, uh, I was a part of this project called the personal project and if you're in Turner Fenton you're an IB you know what that is but if not uh, basically the personal project is a project that you do pretty much anything that you want to do over a five-month period and the concrete criteria is that you stick to a schedule uh, you um, document your progress and at the end you create a presentation about what you did so what do you do when you get a five-month um, project. You schedule your time, you make sure to do a little bit by a little bit every single day so that when it comes to the end of the project, you're not like completely overwhelmed and you actually have like quality work done. But um, not me though. <laughs> I decided that the best time for me to do the project would be the very same night that it was due. And I had to stay up that entire night. Like I didn't sleep a single second. And from that, I realized that I didn't necessarily procrastinate because uh, I didn't have time because I had an ample amount of time. I had five months and I didn't procrastinate because the task was hard because it was something that I wanted to do. But I actually procrastinated because I was nervous about not creating something that was amazing or not creating something that was um, impressive. So I had all this like anxiety and all this like nervousness when I went to sit down and do the task that I just kept putting it aside and putting it aside and putting it aside. So I was like also a victim of this like hustle culture because I wanted to be perfect so bad. But and the way that I was affected is, you know, I decided to procrastinate about it. So, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. I know that when I was doing a bunch of my history projects or IAs, which are like internal assessments or basically essays, um, I wouldn't start them until pretty much the last minute too. And that's because I didn't feel like I was capable of doing them. Like I, I didn't feel like if I did it, I would get a hundred. So I kind of just delayed it until the very last minute and kind of didn't, even have it on my mind so I didn't have to deal with the reality of doing it but I think something that's very important in these kind of situations is being confident in yourself and realizing that if you put in the work then you are very much capable of achieving your goals of whatever marks you want of whatever skills you want to gain and I think that's very important especially in school nowadays, as you mentioned, everything's very competitive. It can be very easy to compare yourself to others, which kind of brings me to another important topic. I remember when I 
would finish a test in high school, we'd all come out of the classroom and we'd talk about what answers we put. And then after we got a test back, everyone would come out of the classroom and talk about what mark they got. We need to acknowledge and realize that it's very bad to compare yourself to other people. And ultimately that ties into how a lot of us suffer from procrastination and how a lot of us tend to pull all-nighters. So I think it's all very interconnected and it's a very complex issue, but it's something that needs to be addressed for sure. Yeah, honestly, like I think that um, when I came to the IB program, that's when like I really started to like compare myself to like the students around me and like that led to like me um, like having trouble finding the confidence to do a lot of the things that I was doing. And I think that, like, the best way that I've, like, learned to combat that is to, like, if you're procrastinating a task because you're scared that you won't be able to do it well, you literally just do it. Like, <laughs> just start it and don't put that pressure on yourself to, like, finish it that night or, like, finish um, the task in one go. Just start it little by little and you'll realize that you're a lot more capable than what you give yourself credit for. Uh, yeah, and on that note, um, sometimes I would find that if a project was very complicated or it seemed like very intimidating, um, I would just try to ignore it as well. And I'd try to not do it um, uh, until the last few days, until I knew that I would have to start doing it or else I wouldn't be able to finish it on time. And um, I did this because I found that if I just ignored the project um, and I just did something more relaxing or something much easier, um, then in the short term, I would be happier. But when the time came to actually start doing the project, I would become very stressed and I would have to uh, work for a long time on the project. Um, so that's my experience with uh, procrastinating. Oh, I felt that. Like that, like the, like wanting the like short term, like relaxation or like happiness. Yeah, like I think that's another number one leading cause of procrastination because like nobody wants to be uncomfortable right now. Like you don't want to like think about that right now. And you think that like your tomorrow self or your next week self or next month self is going to be able to handle it when really you're still going to be the same person and you're still going to have to do the same task. So I definitely like relate to that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that a way to combat this would be to realize that um, you in the future is still at the end of the day you. Um, you're just like um, putting off uh, your pain temporarily. You're going to have to end up doing the um, project later anyways. And it would be much easier to do it at a steady pace instead of um, putting it off for the future you because um, the future you is going to have to work probably much faster and much harder and is probably was also going to have to work um, very late into the night to finish the project. Yeah, and just to kind of solve that, I think something that worked for me was having a friend that kind of held me accountable to get my work done. And yeah, so my friend, she would always get her work done like a week before it was due, which I really admire her for doing. I think that's incredible. But I feel like she also kind of encouraged me to do that. She encouraged me to not start the day before it was due, which was really helpful. So I think finding like kind of a buddy was something that really works out and may help with procrastination and not starting something because you're scared you can't do it. 
Yeah. When I started um like online school in grade 10, I um like I have a friend that also like holds me accountable and what helped really well is that we are kind of like competitive with each other. So like we're like always like well friendly competition trying to like compete for like better marks and stuff like that. So that like also like helped us um want to finish the task early so that we can both get better marks and we can both like do better. So, yeah. I think that like having a friend just to talk to them, to be able to talk to them, like not necessarily like you don't even have to have healthy competition. Like sometimes you don't feel the best one day. Like you, you like you have, you had a lot of work the previous day, you submitted all your assignments and now you just need someone to talk to because you weren't able to talk to anybody the whole day because you were working really hard on all your projects. Just having a friend there just to talk to you can kind of uh, help keep, your mental health well uh, even if you're like even if you find yourself procrastinating right because that way you can just talk to your friend about it and your friend can reassure you that it's okay it's going to be okay you got you're going to do really really well right and like kind of also you can also like kind of make your friend a role model right like if you have a friend that procrastinates less that pulls us all night is always on top of their thing and like they're always doing their work on time or even early if you uh, become friends with them or like if you start talking to them it's really helpful because like there's a saying you're you're like the average of the top five people that you spend time with so if you spend time with the people that are that are getting their work done on time then you'll find yourself that you're going to be getting your work done on time because they will encourage you to get your work done that way and so that'll kind of help to avoid all that uh, pulling all-nighters and all that hustle culture because the people that you surround yourself with won't be toxic about your marks because if they're good friends then they're not gonna like they're not gonna compare marks with you they're gonna encourage you to do better and so that's really important when we're talking about like this hustle culture and pulling all-nighters and procrastination yeah and sometimes your friends can also call you out on like maybe some of your behaviors that aren't that great like I remember I was obsessed with caffeine for a really long time like I was so obsessed I like research I did some really intense research into like different types of espresso and I had like this whole like Pinterest board about coffee so it was like getting pretty intense and I would drink coffee like every day like two times a day at least and I've definitely like reduced my caffeine intake because of my friend because she would always always call me out on constantly having a cup of coffee in my hand and it really helped kind of instill a a better positive habit within me which is to not drink that much coffee but I'm sure like we can all relate to how caffeine can really really have negative effects on us but it's so common nowadays yeah I also have a Pinterest board (laughs) for coffee and like I think that like I started getting into like I'm gonna call it coffee culture because that's what it is when I was in grade nine and I would study at the like first semester of grade nine I would study at the library and um like as soon as uh like everyone was going to the library we would go to Starbucks like everyone would go to Starbucks get a coffee then come back to the library to study and like I kind of started doing it because everybody else was like doing it but then I realized that um honestly coffee doesn't even wake me up like that like coffee doesn't really do anything to me but it was kind of like the act of um drinking coffee made me like want to work because I associated 
the act of drinking coffee with like studying so much and like when like my new friends that I have around me like every well like not around me actually but on FaceTime every single day tell me that like you know coffee isn't good for you and that it causes insomnia and all this kind of bad stuff so I've been starting to like kind of distance myself away from it but definitely like having people around you that are going to tell you that you know that's a bad habit is like really important to like stopping those habits that like you've instilled in yourself for so long so yeah like on that note like I like so I've had experience like where like some days like, maybe I've pulled an all-nighter and I'm having trouble like getting out of bed and, like I just need that like I just need that coffee to like get me like started in the day um sometimes like that might that is necessary but like there comes a point where you just have it every single day and then it becomes way over um how much you should have it right and then that can be very very bad for you like I've I know some people that like have like multiple cups of coffee in, in every day right and so like it's not, it's not the best it's not a good practice to do because it will lead to different health effects that are not good for you um and so like I try to avoid drinking lots of coffee um just like maybe yes it's way like less often so that I'm not so that I don't get addicted to it and I don't use it every day just to keep me up because like that might even that that cuz I feel like that encourages me to pull on nighters because I know that if I can drink coffee I can stay awake so like it's like kind of like double the effect right cuz like if I drink coffee that's bad for my uh, physical health then I'm more then I'm more um I guess I'm more likely to pull an all-nighter because I know that I can just take coffee the next morning to make me stay awake. But then that's like not good for you. Uh, and like I did do some research on this and like I've been stating this like multiple times that like I've found that pulling all-nighters is detrimental to our mental and physical health. And like I guess it's kind of obvious because like if the reason like we all need to sleep is so that our brain can get rest and our brain can like reset, I guess, right? So if if we don't have if we don't have that sleep then we're not able to like give our brain the right amount of time to reset itself and to like get rid of like all that stuff that we were just thinking about the day before right because then we need like a to then we won't be able to think the with the right mindset the next morning or the next day and so like by doing that you can actually become more efficient when you're actually doing your work the next day if you have more sleep because your brain will be more sharp and it will be working more efficiently right i think sometimes it's mistaken that coffee is going to help you stay up and it'll help you focus but like for me personally when i drink coffee i just get really hyper and i can't focus and my head starts hurting too. So I find that when I study without coffee, I retain more information. I don't get tired as fast, which might be kind of surprising. But yeah, I just feel like the culture that we've created around coffee just kind of promotes its, its usage more, um, especially within our age group. And sometimes we just don't recognize that there are alternatives and that we need to look for those alternatives to coffee to reduce the health effects that kind of come with it. Yeah, I agree. And I think the like one thing that like uh, the people who are listening to this right now are thinking, well, like, well, I don't really want to drink the coffee. I don't really want to stay up all night, but it's because I have like all this studying to do that I have to do it. 
but like me personally what I found as like someone who used to like pull all nights like all nighters like literally all the time which I've like tried to change in like literally the past like three weeks I noticed that like um I actually do have the time to sleep it's all about the way that I'm managing my time and how I'm deciding to like spend my time during the day and you really do have enough time to get eight hours of sleep in a in one night you just have to like put your mind to it if you put that as a priority then you can like make that happen right that's actually very true because I know like um for the last I think almost late last year I sometimes I would sleep at like 4 a.m. just because I didn't start my work until very late in the day, but I was able to kind of reestablish my priorities and change them and schedule my day better so that I was able to get in a good amount of sleep. And some tips that I have to kind of help with that is make sure that your phone is not with you when you sleep. Like some people like sleep beside their phone But if I do that, then sometimes like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and obviously the first thing I'll reach for is my phone. And once I like have my phone on, then I can't go back to sleep. Whereas if I put my phone somewhere far away from me, then I'm able to get in a good amount of sleep. And even if I do wake up, I go back to sleep right after. So making sure that you don't have distractions is something that is very important. That's so true. I found that if I, like, put my phone, like, across the room from me and, like, I bought an alarm clock, actually, so I don't have to use my phone as an alarm, that I, like, sleep so much better. And, like, another tip that I have for, like, avoiding um, all-nighters would definitely be prioritizing um, your tasks. So if you prioritize doing uh, one thing this night, then you're not having a list of 10 things that you're going to procrastinate and you're going to, like, Uh, be nervous about doing the entire night so like prioritizing just a couple of things a night can be really beneficial and also change your mindset from having to do having to start a task and finish it all in one go so change your mindset from that to let me start this task today and I'll do a little bit today and I'll do a little bit tomorrow and so on and so forth so you're not feeling that like overwhelming amount of stress that you would if you were going to spend the entire night doing one thing. Yeah, I agree. And um, on the topic of really like dividing up your task and um, trying to do it all at a steady pace, uh, keeping a schedule could really help with that. So um, just by deciding that on this day, I'm going to start this portion of the task, then on the next day, I'll do this part. And then really sticking to that schedule and um, completing the parts that you assign to yourself. And obviously, they should be realistic, right? Um, You can really help yourself, and that'll prevent you from procrastinating as well. Yeah, there are also some great time management apps out there. Um, Like, I know one that I use is basically every time I focus for 25 minutes, or if I get, like, a good grade essentially I get a tomato which kind of sounds really weird but it works I get a tomato and then once I have enough tomatoes I can make pasta sauce (laughs) which is okay I know this sounds like really concerning but 
It works. So just find an app that works for you. Like if you just search up like time management apps on Google, there are a bunch and each one has like different features. So it took kind of a lot of searching to find one that works for me, but every, I feel like every app works differently for different people. There's one that I found on the app store. That's like, it's like, okay, every time you work for like a certain amount of time, you um, get uh, like a, a leaf or like a seed and then you can like grow a tree at the end and it's like just those little things are like good enough to like motivate yourself to do something like just try it and you'll see oh I also found another app that's like that where it's like you um you have to (laughs) okay this one's kind of extreme but like you have to like put your like your like um debit card in it and like every time you focus for like 20 minutes then you get like something and if not it like literally takes money from your account and like <laughs> if, you have to go, if you have to go that far to like stop procrastination then so be it you know so <laughs> wait I actually might use that yeah I think I'm gonna get it too because like the money is the only thing that's gonna motivate me to stop so yeah that's really interesting I think I have like you talking about like the app or like you can grow a tree i think i've been using that app and it's actually really really helpful i'm I, like i actually want to like uh not procrastinate just so that i can like kind of grow the tree i know it sounds kind of silly but like it's it's kind of like it, it's kind of like a reward system right like do you like want the reward like it's kind of like you you get like that dopamine rush in your brain and everything right um and so essentially like getting those small rewards motivates you to do even more of the work uh, like you guys were saying, and I definitely think that's really, really important. Um, so if no one really has anything more to add, uh, this brings our podcast to the end. Um, so thank you everyone for listening. Um, it was very insightful and interesting to hear about uh, what everyone had to say and hear about all your experiences. Um, I, def- I definitely learned a lot. Um, I hope the audience learned a lot too. Um, like we talked about this hustle culture, how this hustle culture comes about and how it actually affects us and causes us to pull all-nighters. And so as a result of pulling all-nighters, we have these detrimental mental and uh, physical like health effects that actually make it even harder for us to, uh, to complete our work. And uh, we also talked about some tips that we had to decrease um, the procrastination that we have and decrease the amount uh, and increase the amount of time we have to sleep um, so that we can actually be more healthy uh, and actually be more successful in the future. So uh, stay tuned for our next podcast and make sure to check our previous interview podcast with university students um, from McMaster, Toronto and Wilfred Laurier. Thank you, everyone.